Big Friday and Super Bowl Friday, getting ready for the weekend. Shadano and Cappy join us. What's going on, guys? What's you know, up? So are, are you guys both in your respective homes today? Yeah, I was dealing with... Uh, I, Ireland, you know this because I told you I got into a, an accident the other yeah. day. So I had to take my car to the body shop and deal with someone else's insurance. So it took a while. Then I had to go get a rental car. Of course. So I was like, by the time I was done with all that, I'm like, I'm just staying home at this Yeah, point. smart. Um what, uh, Cappy, what was your experience like last night at the uh, Kobe festivity Laker Nugget extravaganza? Well, first of all, I want to say to Pepe, um, I came to your broadcast location to show you the proper respect, my friend, and uh, you were not there, unfortunately. So I just want you to know. No, I know. I know because Greg told me that, and I really appreciate that. Okay. I just well, want you know, Pepe? And, and Michael, will you, will you at least? I some shopping. Yeah. Michael, will you attest that I was there looking for Pepe? I yeah, mean, you and I fist bumped. Correct. I just want to make sure everybody's clear, because yeah. when I come... I'm surprised Michael didn't bow to you. I mean, he even no. touched you. Uh, Cap, <laughs> did you purchase any overly expensive plates of food last night? <laughs> so, okay. So I go into the Lexus Club oh, last no, night. My nice. This is going to be a long story. No <laughs> long story. <laughs> no long story. Yeah. I, I went, into the, uh, went into the Lexus Club last night. And uh, I was going to go over to Adam Silver's table and uh, see if I could grab one of his plates. Sure. I, I didn't do that. That didn't happen for me. And then I stood there kind of waiting. Oh, and I I'm surprised looking. you didn't because, uh, or at least say hello. He was with the president of ESPN. I was just going to say, just to the left was of he with us Jimmy last Pitaro? night, Jimmy yeah. Pitaro and they Adam Silver were sitting there. Cappy, if you would have seen that, like Adam Silver and Jimmy Pitaro, like 10 feet away, would you have approached them? Well, Adam Silver was a few feet away, and I was actually walking up to go say hello to him. People were walking up to take pictures of him, and I wanted to go say hello. And I'm gonna. This is gonna sound really bad. And Jimmy, I know you're listening because everybody does. Of course. I actually didn't know that it was Jimmy next to him. Oh wow! There you I go. Couldn't recognize I the big boss. Didn't okay. know. So very like Mace. You know this about me. I don't think anybody else does. For some reason, one of my top ten movies of all time. Is Mr. Holland's opus? Yes, you love the play. Play the, the sunset. Richard play Rice, the sunset. Yeah. Okay. Alicia Witt wow. is the is, is the governor. And it's a good movie. Though. Monty yeah. Hall's daughter okay. plays grown up it, Alicia it is a Witt. Good, yeah. good, good movie. It so, is really good. All right, so I'm yeah. glad you guys remember. Schmaltzy. Do you remember yes. <laughs> a a? There was a star high school singer named Rowena who was the best person at the high school where Richard Dreyfus was teaching. She was the star of Our Town. Yes. Jimmy Pitaro's wife in real life. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, she's an actress. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I think her name is Louisa, maybe. I, her last name was Kelly, and but she's married to Jimmy Pitaro. Yes. And uh, and, and uh, to me, she'll always be Rowena. Yeah. I yeah. should probably learn her. Now, if I would have known, yeah, yeah. uh, known it was Jimmy, I'd have wanted to walk up to Jimmy, and I would have acted like I didn't even know who Adam Silver was. I didn't know. I, seriously, I could see Adam Silver because he looks like the guy from uh from well, cabby um, you would have said to him hey you know my deal's up in june can we work something <laughs> yeah, out? Right. like hey jimmy hey, can are? we have a conversation <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, he looks like um in uh willy wonka what's the guy's name like Swift? slugworth slugworth that's what adam silver bit. looks like right yeah sure yeah, yeah it was so, a, it, i i don't i i don't think slugworth i i mean i get it but i don't you don't see it huh? no i don't see it i don't mm. see it so uh cappy last night well, i thought it was a really fun night at the suite huh everybody seemed to be in a really good mood at everybody was there Sweet was freaking off the charts last night. So I heard a rumor, Cappy. Yeah, tell <laughs> me. Okay. I want you to confirm or deny, okay? Tell me, yep. That there was a toast to one Gregory Arthur Bergman. Really? In the booth. 
Did that happen? Up in the suite. It must have happened after the middle of the third quarter. Uh, which is when Mason uh, ghosted the premises. Yes. No, uh, what was, was the, no, the toast? Was that true? Greg, you what was the toast to? in honor of? I was toasted to? Okay. Yes. Uh, that's oh, what I heard. Are aware of this? I am aware, unaware of this. I was here there to oh. the end of the game. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember. Who did you hear, Shadano Post? I'm, I can't reveal my sources. Oh, you know, okay. Good yeah. Yeah. Sources inside sources. the suite, yeah. I don't have any recollection of a toast to Bergman. Well, you were probably trying to bother Adam Silver No, no, no. No, actually, Cappy, and I genuinely appreciate this was selling me unsighted last night <laughs> he was trying there to we cut go a deal. yeah yeah well yeah. i was suggesting that mace use the qr code on his podcast yes to drive traffic mm-hmm. uh, so that so you know actually you get people for further engagement came up earlier today mace was saying how he doesn't like the term uh entrepreneur Right, mm-hmm. because he thinks it 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 you come across as kind of somebody like what we what was the other word you didn't like there were two of them it was entrepreneur or influencer influencer yeah he influencer. thinks those oh, two influencer. words are code for somebody who doesn't work oh yeah, Cappy I, I think you would refer to yourself as an entrepreneur would you not and an influencer oh, <laughs> yeah I don't know how much influence but you're definitely I what I mean is that there's this idea that guys will roam around and say we actually somebody at one of our contests mm-hmm. was Bergman you'll remember this was an entrepreneur you remember that guy my wife what do you do oh yes oh I, I'm an entrepreneur absolutely. my wife <laughs> would his say oh. if you are if you're like on a dating site and you list your occupation as entrepreneur, she says red flag. You're unemployed. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, I, she I says that's, that's okay. code for doesn't have a job. Yeah, like I, when I was younger and I would meet girls, I would always say that I'm a producer. You know, like, and I would just say I'm a producer, thinking you know, movie producer. You know, that's right. kind of, that, and I thought that was kind of a good line back then. I think that's kind of a lie, isn't it? Um, <laughs> a little bit, a little well, bit. Well, but I mean, isn't what you're saying is, is that if you say well, you somebody, you're an entrepreneur, I, you know, well, right. no, entrepreneur, like you're a legit entrepreneur. I mean, there are entrepreneurs. You actually have a side hustle and you're building stuff and well, all and, that. And by the way, technically, we are all influencers because we uh, are we, on the radio every day. Yeah. On the radio every day. We have day. a platform. And, and also are endorsing stuff. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Maze, I would think, um, you know, th- this phrase side hustle. See, that one actually bothers me. Why? Because w- what is it? Okay, for example, yeah. your your podcast. Yes. Would you call that your side hustle? I would. That is my side I, hustle. I think that side hustle is a term of endearment. I like yeah, that term. To me, side hustle is, hey, th- I have one primary thing that I do. And I've got something I'm kind of working on a little bit over here. It's sort of a project over here. Yeah. You know? Whereas, like for me, I don't look at it as a side hustle because it's it's cost me years and it's taken millions of dollars. Wow. Now, I don't have millions of dollars, but I've raised millions of dollars. And let me tell you something. Raising money is the worst thing on the planet. It is the hardest thing to do, whether you're trying to raise $100,000 or $100 million. It is equally as difficult. So I don't know, man. Like like side hustle. That one I don't just like entrepreneur doesn't work for you. Side hustle. I don't, I don't like okay, it. Okay. Well, we won't use it. Mine's a side hustle. Yours is not. Yeah, mine's an entrepreneurial You're an venture. entrepreneurial. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank uh, you very much. Jorge. And an influential venture, too. Yeah. Jorge, thank that. you very much for your help, by the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the next-gen people who take care of you? Yes, they Oh, uh, there you okay, go. Okay, good. You oh, get a little good. plumbing issue. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. What happened, Pepe? What happened? Is this going to be a short story? 
Uh, no, it's a long story. I don't want to hey. bore you like you are boring us. Oh, wow. wow. Perfect. Yes, yes, toilets. Yes, toilets. Oh, my God. Hey, can I wow, say this? Pepe, I love this look at that hat that Dave Roberts is wearing. Oh, don't no, I like, don't it. like it. Yeah, I'm not a no, fan. No, I like it. Do you like it? I don't Which like hat? it. Well, you know what it is? It's if got that base, Roman numeral D. Yeah, I like the the old school LA to me is is iconic. Oh, I love the LA. I, I'm not disagreeing with that, but if you're baseball, you're kind of behind all the other sports on selling merch. You know what I mean? Like every time you've tried to do it, it's kind of like not good. You know what I mean? So yeah. like I, I think that just slight changes to like emblems and stuff, I think will attract younger people to be like, "Ooh, that looks cool. I'll buy that." You know. Yeah, yeah you, could buy, you can buy a Dodger hat in almost any color. Yeah. Um, it, which is as about as far as I'll go. But I, if it doesn't say L.A. like the Dodgers L.A., I'm out. Yeah, I think I want the Dodgers L.A. also. I don't like the cursive or yeah, whatever Yeah, like Shoei has a traditional Dodger hat on today. I don't know why Dave had the other one. Yeah. George and, uh, and uh, Cap, you guys agree with Ireland that uh, Shohei's deferred money, when he's living in Japan, away from the U.S. jurisdiction, <laughs> that Ireland says California should still tax him on the $68 bucks a year he's getting. Because he agree? made that money in California. But he won't be living here anymore. He'll be in I, Japan. I don't know probably. the legalities to that, though. So well, right, now, the law, right, right now, now the law says it's a loophole. Do you guys think he should be taxed on that if he's living in Japan full time? They're going to change the law. No, they're not. Michael, you and I are getting taxed for working this game tonight by the state of California. Whether, California. Wait a minute. Whether we take the money right now or not, if you if you defer That's your money. True. No, if you defer no. your money, you don't pay taxes <laughs> on it. It's just a, it's a fact. Yeah. You no, could take all you could take all your money in ten years, right. and you pay the taxes based on where you live, not based on on the other. You pay on income. Your income isn't this year. Yeah. If your income isn't ten years, that's you're why, taking the income that's, then. That's the why way, you set it up that way. No, of the course way that's it why has always been explained to me is you pay taxes for where you do the work, and his work is in the United but States. But you understand now. that this has been this is decided. Like as of this moment, he doesn't okay, have to pay taxes. So in 10 I, I years. just found something online. Literally, this is what I googled. Yep. Okay. If an American company pays deferred money to me and I live abroad, do I pay taxes? Mm -hmm. Okay. And the first thing that came up was something that reads a U.S. citizen or permanent resident, an individual who is a U.S. citizen or, or resident is subject to U.S. federal income tax on their worldwide income from all sources, regardless of where they are living, and must report all such income on their annual federal income tax return. But, but he's the not a citizen. The, yeah, the income isn't until... But he is a resident. Not, not if he's living in Japan. It, not if he moves back. Yeah, but he's a but he's living in Los Angeles and working in well, Los now, Angeles. Now. now, but now. Right, he's going to be making $68 million a year living somewhere else. Somewhere else. Right. In Japan, as a, as a Japanese citizen, not a U.S. Right, but he earned that money in the U.S. No, he, how did he not earn the he money in the U.S.? Puerto Rico. He What's he being Puerto paid Rico's for? Well, Michael? Puerto Rico, you pay a flat tax. That's what it is. It's four well, percent yeah. is all you pay there. He's being paid to play baseball in the United States. And his income right now is two million. Two million dollars a year. Right. So that's, that's what, what you he's can making. Tax him yeah. on now. Right. But when he gets the rest of that money, because he was paid not for work done in the U.S., he's going to get done. But you understand, currently the law is no. You, they'd right. have to change the law. Yeah, they're going to. Because there are a bunch of hedge fund guys. There are a bunch of hedge fund guys. Super rich people defer their money exactly for this reason. The right. same way that they did it now, they're going to change it when they figure out that he has to pay the taxes. No, they're going to change the law for one guy. They're going to change, no, the, law gonna for, change the law for, for everybody. everybody. For, yeah, I mean, if you, I, I'm surprised Ireland's coming out so strongly pro-tax. I know. One no, but I, I think he's big. right on this. Like, I'm so I'm looking at here, non-resident aliens. Would that would be what he would be? Yeah. 
okay, are generally subject to tax on their U.S. source income unless an exemption applies. Now, it doesn't specify there. It says payments from U.S. retirement plans, such as tax-deferred 401k plans made to foreign nationals, are subject to U.S. income tax withholding unless exempted. Yeah, I, so they're going to I don't know it. what the exemption would be there, but... They're going to get it. They're going to get... He's not, I agree with He's Ireland. not going to make $700 million and not pay zero. Okay, back. so as of this moment, he doesn't. They got Al Capone. State controller is saying I, Congress needs to step in to stop but, this. So uh, specifically to him? Yeah. yeah. No, for, for, ev anybody. for everybody. Anybody. For everybody. There are a bunch of guys working this angle. Yeah. It's not Ed Shohei deferred his money, but it's really like Wall Street guys that want their money deferred so they don't have to pay. So right, but they have to change citizens. the entire law. So how do they get around citizen? Current tax system allows for unlimited deferrals for those fortunate enough to be in the highest tax brackets, creating a significant imbalance in the tax structure. The, the absence of reasonable caps on deferral for the well... I, why are we talking about this? It's Friday before the I Super don't know. Bowl. I mean, Pepe, I do you know find this to be By the way, you, you know what? Good. That is no, a great point, Maze. It is a Friday before the Super Bowl. <laughs> and you're kind of down on the Niners. And you said that they're not built to come from behind. They literally came from behind two times already in the postseason. Yeah, I, I think the Niners lose this game. No way. Niners win. <laughs> you're I, I have You're lost the first two weeks person in a row betting the Niners, and I'm going for. I'm like Charles Barkley yesterday. Third time's the charm. You and Brian Cohen are the only two people I know that are picking the Niners. And Jorge and Briones. Briones. Of course. Ew. Well, Briones is a Niners fan. Yeah, he's a Niners fan. Weird. How about George? You've been riding his bandwagon all week. the Niners too, Capi? Well, no, I've been no. saying they're the best team in football, and yeah. you know what? I'm sticking to it. Well, you, you should stick to it. You yeah, should, stick to it. You should stick to it because you've been saying it all year, and they've made it to the Super Bowl. So, so yeah, ride it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not taking the Niners, Pepe. I'm not. Yeah. Are no, you? No. No. Can now, do you not Kansas feel good City. about your pick? Kansas City. Kansas City. I'm done picking against Mahomes. Yeah, I, yeah I'm not too. betting against Patrick Mahomes. Not me, no baby. Chance. One more time. Why not? Um, so, <laughs> Kathy, you're doing a, a big party, right? Yamava Sunday is going to be oh. out of control. Like, guys, yesterday at the Nixo Lounge at East Central, I mean, it was nuts, right? Yeah. Uh, Sunday at Yamava will be more of the same, if not even nice. crazier. And by the way, the people at the East Central loved us yesterday because I talked to Robert Montez, who's one of the managers there. Right. And he's like, I cannot believe how many people you guys brought here. I'm like, brother. It was awesome. Do you not understand? Everybody in this town listens. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Tried to explain way, to him. Whenever we talk about uh, the games, uh, the big game today, uh, you got to remember these are our Jacob Super Picks against yeah. the spread. It's made possible by Jacob and Ronnie, who reminds you to enjoy the big game this Sunday. Stay safe out there. And remember, if you're ever in an accident, you need a winner on your side, just call Jacob. I had a very nice time with Jacob yeah, last night. Yeah, I did night. too. I had, an, I had a nice time with Jacob. There were, there were really good people. That was a fun night last night. There's a lot I of... actually have a very, speaking of fun nights, I have a great night today. And oh. I feel like Ireland can, can uh, and, and Michael and, and uh, can attest to this. Yeah. And Cappy too. Okay, what is it? My wife and my children will be gone till at least 9 o'clock. And we oh, have a nice. 6 o'clock show nice. today. Nice. That is I, unbelievable. I'm going to be able to just have dinner by myself, quiet, mm -hmm. nobody, watch the game. No one's going to ask me to do anything. It's going to be magnificent. So rare in life. The kids have like a school dance today, and they're all going at like 5.30. It'll be great. Why don't you say we were off the air at 6 today? Yeah. I had no the idea. The Laker game. I had no idea. Me neither. Laura told me actually. I literally had no idea. <laughs> I was so, I was planning George, to show out with her till seven o'clock. By yourself? Yeah. Oh, I'm very jealous. Oh, yeah, man. Why aren't you going to the uh, play? It's a school dance. Well, why aren't you going? 
Well, because by the time I'm done, it'll be late. I'll be late to get You'll there. be late to go there. Yeah. So what? You could catch the last How hike. many school dances did you go to? Yeah. Every one of them. You Every school dance. Oh, Michael, Michael, as a matter of zero. fact, as a matter of fact, just last week, Aria had a um, a school like recital, like a music thing, and it was at one thirty. And I went over there, and then I le- as soon as she was done, I ran up to the stage to say hello. So she saw me there, and then I ran off to the studio. So that's different, like an actual recital as opposed to a dance. Like he 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 wouldn't know the difference, uh, George. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't don't bother explaining. Plus, you know what, Michael? I got to be ready tomorrow to coach five year old basketball at eight a.m. Yeah, okay, right. full court press the whole right. game, George. No Just mercy. Sweep the leg. Tell them to be like Ireland. Just shoot every time they get it. Yep. Fake to the open man and shoot, George. Well, I sent Michael a video of the of, of Mateo and this other kid that we have, this uh, this young um, uh, young Asian kid, Japanese kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael says that we we got a pick and roll combination with those two, basically. Right. That we we're, we're going to be able to dominate. Nice. Dominates like he's uh, like he's a Cuban chef. All right, we're back Monday at one. Coming up next for you, Shadano and Cap, seven ten ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Yeah. Bing, ba bop Ding, da-da, bing, ba-da, bop doom da-da, bop Boom, ba-da, bing, da-da-da-da-da-doom, ba-da, bop Boom, ba-da, beep, ba-da, bop I kind of wish you would have gone up to Jimmy Pitaro and like asked him about your contract negotiation. I feel like that would have been like hilarious. No, what would have been funnier is if if I would have walked up to Adam Silver and been like, hey, Adam, Scott Kaplan, nice to meet you. Hey, I'm the afternoon drive guy over here at 710, which is the Lakers station. And he goes, hey, do you not know who this is next to me? Yeah, that would have been actually. Like, yes, that would have been the best. Right. Actually, I'm like, yes. hey, Jimmy, how are you? Nice to meet you. And I have no idea that he's the boss of all of ESPN. That would have been funny. Yeah, fair point. And that would have been good. Um, Cappy, sir. Ah, the Lakers, man, just not ready for prime time. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was pretty pretty disappointing night last night. Um, to be in the arena, to be on the streets, to feel the buzz of the pregame festivities and events around the Kobe statue to see them get down big and then do what they do, which is battle back 
and then not be able to close. It's it's very disappointing. I mean, I, you know what it is, George? Yeah. Like, you keep getting down by these big numbers. Yep. And then you got to exert so much energy to get mm-hmm. back into the game. Yep. And then you finally scratch and claw to a point where you've got it to two points or you've got it at a tie ball game, and then you just don't have anything left. Right. That is that is the big problem. I don't think there's any question about that. So, and, and here's the thing. And I tweeted this last night. People got, like, upset. I said, one team closes like a champion, and the other is the 2023-24 Lakers. Well, you could understand why people were upset, can't you? Why is that? Because you told them the truth. People don't want to hear the truth. They want... Um they want, uh, you know, like a little pat on the rear. You know what here's, I mean? what, here's what people want. Hey, you know, um, the, the, the Nuggets won the game, but, you know, D'Angelo Russell didn't play. And if you think Oh, I got about, a lot of that. Yeah, I got a lot you, of that. If you yeah. think about, like, the 24 points that D'Angelo Russell was going to contribute to this game, if D'Lo plays, the Lakers win. That's what people want. Okay? Right. People want, um, people oh, but want that just also doesn't discount the fact that you know one of their best defenders in Contavious Caldwell Pope didn't play in the game either. You know, so. hey, stop! Don't nobody wants to hear that from you. All right, yeah. nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear that yeah. because I saw your tweet last night. and I'm like, okay, looks like somebody might be going to Terminal H, and it's not you doling it out. Might be yeah. Laker fans. I was driving the bus H. to Terminal H. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, well, it's that. It's just that. Like the last few minutes of that game separates the weight classes, basically. You know what I mean? Like, the Denver Nuggets, Cappy, for the last two and a half seasons now, almost, um, have been really good at closing games. If you don't have them down early and and can't keep the foot on the gas, like, if it's a close game, more times than not, they're going to win because they're going to be able to out-execute you. Let, let me pose a, a, a hypothetical to you. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Contavious Caldwell Pope is healthy and plays in the game last night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on the Lakers side, mm-hmm. you have Jared Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. you have D'Angelo Russell, mm-hmm. and you have Gabe Vincent. Mm-hmm. How different is that game last night? In the regular season, maybe they pull it out. Maybe. Okay. Well, what I'm trying to get at is this: is it? But in spent, the playoffs, I don't know how much that matters. Okay, because we've spent a whole lot of time around here talking about trade deadline and yeah. making a move and being in the LeBron business, which means goes going all in. And then it was, hey, they're not going to make a move because at the end of the year they'll be able to have more flexibility to do this and this, and they'll be able to get Correct. another star, somebody that'll yeah. take over for LeBron when he leaves, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, we still don't really know what the Lakers are based on what they were expected to be. Right. Does that did that make any sense to anybody cuz I'm not even sure it made sense to me. Did that make sense? We still don't know what the Lakers are as opposed to what they were expected to be. Yeah, that actually okay, now that you said it it sounded like it made sense. Good job by you. Do you mean like they have no identity? No, I mean that that we still the, don't know what they're supposed to look like because the parts haven't played people. enough together. Right. That's what I'm trying Hey guys, hey, that's excellent teamwork. Thank mm-hmm, you so much mm-hmm. for picking your boy up. Yeah. Really, really good job. Thank you. Thanks for helping me out. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? That like, I feel you. okay. So, so what your point is is that a championship team can figure out a way to close close a team out. Listen, and, the biggest differentiator between the great teams and the not great teams in the National Basketball Association are the last five minutes of a game. Okay, and so what the Lakers are today is they were a team that again 
has to rely on Anthony Davis to come up with a big night scoring 32 points. Mm-hmm. They needed LeBron and every everything of his 25 points, mm-hmm. but there was no third scoring option. And listen, I'm not trying mm-hmm. to take away from Austin Reeves or Torian Prince, but there was no third option like a D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. And moreover, you don't have a good defender like Vanderbilt. You don't have a good all-round player like Gabe Vincent. So if they can get these guys healthy and they can play 15 or 20 games down the stretch, maybe the Lakers can do what they did last year, which is make a run. But but if if they can't, if they can't get these guys healthy, and even if they can and they don't, again, stay with me, everybody, mm-hmm. then now you got to start, I'm telling you, man, you got to start thinking about the long-term future of this club. Mm-hmm. you got to stop thinking about just kowtowing to one guy. Well, the one guy, I think they've already kind of started to do that, no? How so? I mean, they didn't make a move. And they have preserved capital where they will be able to exercise the ability, in theory, to get themselves either an all-star caliber player or perhaps multiple players that they may need. Not all-star level, but multiple players because they'll have the ability to maneuver. Is everything you're saying, though, based on the notion that it's still LeBron and they make moves to support LeBron. Is that still your notion? Yeah, at least for one more season. And by the way, that person, that person, I believe that this is what I believe the Lakers will do. And maybe I'm wrong, okay? I believe the Lakers will try to keep as many of the players they have that they feel confident about that they gave contracts to intact. And they will try to use those three picks to then acquire a player who, as I mentioned yesterday briefly, is the transitional player is a player who can play the third role or or you know fluctuate between one and three right or two or three or whatever uh, on a great team and then be the guy that can then take over when LeBron is gone in one would think after next season right under the assumption that LeBron opts back in right I mean it's also hard for I could it the more I thought about it I I don't know like I don't know if he's going to turn down fifty one million dollars man. I mean, this is the dude that, and I say this lovingly, that, you know, Dwayne Wade once told me he's the guy when you go to dinner that busts out his phone and the calculator to split the tip. You know what I mean? I got no problem with that. He, he's the guy who wouldn't play, wouldn't pay for the, uh, ad, uh, you know, the, 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 the Pandora back Pandora. in the day. He would, he would just take the free one with the ads. I also have no problem with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, like that's that's who we're dealing with. You know? Right. Remember, I'm the guy that everybody accuses of. Oh, you're the guy that always somehow mysteriously forgets his wallet. You and LeBron. Well, I don't think he's ever forgotten his wallet. But you and LeBron have more in common, I guess, than I would. Than just yes. being Hall of Famers. Just remember that. Correct. And LeBron. Yes. Are I mean, very he's a similar. future Hall of Famer. You're actually a current Hall of Famer. Correct. Correct. Looking at my yes. plaque right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, saw he's probably a Hall of Famer somewhere. That, too, uh, so. yeah. Sorry, I saw an interesting graphic uh, yesterday during the game, uh, like with uh, with the injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron and AD in total only missed ten, I believe, and yeah. then the rest of the guys missed a total of one hundred and forty three together. Yeah, wow. that would put them in the top like seven or eight in the league. Th- think about that. I mean, off the top of my head, you know, upper you've third got, of missing games. Right, Rui, Rui's missed a bunch of games so far this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanderbilt's missed a bunch of games. You would have Gabe Vincent, who has not has he has Gabe Vincent played one game yet this year? I don't even think he has. He did play a few early in the season. Okay, so but he's missed the vast majority. of Oh my the god, season. yeah, almost all of it. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's gotten to a point now where if you're watching the games and somebody says, "Hey, great pass by Skylar Mays," mm-hmm. you have to look up at your TV or listen to your radio and go, "Who's Skylar Mays?" Yeah, he's the two way kid. 
Well, I mean, you understand what I'm saying, though? That, that's the yeah. point. That's the number of guys that have missed. Hey, hey, DeAndre, that's solid info right there, young fella. I got job, you, man. Dude. I got you. I got you. Mm. Uh, yeah, but, Cappy, that's just the thing to me is, like, you know, they're just not ready for primetime yet. Yeah, but it is what DeAndre just said, though. Think about that, is that we have become accustomed to AD and LeBron missing time. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do this real quick. And we can continue this conversation on the other side because there are some buyout candidates that the Lakers are being linked to. I'm going to ask the question, but I want you to think about it during the break, okay? Do the Lakers have what it takes to beat that team they played last night in a playoff series? Don't answer the question. Just think about it. (laughs) Let it marinate in your brain for a moment. But in the meantime, as it marinates, then also tell us about your prize picks for tonight. So last night, let me tell you what I did on prize picks. I tried to go for a home run last night because when we were at the Nixo Lounge at the East Central, one of our Circle of Trust listeners came up to me and said, hey, let's put in a prize picks play together. So the two of us sat there and we worked on this play. Here's what we came up with. We went LeBron James more than 24 and a half. He had 25. We had Anthony Davis more than 24 and a half. He had 32. We had Jamal Murray, more than 23 and a half. He had 29. So far, so good. We had Jokic to go more than 48 and a half points, rebounds, and assists, but he only had 46, so we lost that play. And we put in D'Angelo Russell like a couple of morons. Like, I don't know why we didn't think that D'Angelo Russell was going to miss last night's game, but that's okay because on prize picks, when your guy doesn't play, they don't hold that against you. And then we had Aaron Gordon to go less than 27 total fantasy points, but he actually had like 28.3. So the $20 play brought back $8. It wasn't a complete loss. Now I got to figure out what I'm doing tonight because the Lakers on the second night of a back-to-back, usually this is when I would play less than for LeBron because I got to figure he's tired based on the effort that he had to put in last night. Listen, the big game is Sunday, and then after that, football season's over, and we go hardcore all-in on basketball. But you still have this Sunday. So if you've not yet made your first deposit on Prize Picks, here's what you do. PrizePicks.com slash Cappy. PrizePicks.com slash Cappy, K-A-P-P-Y. Your first deposit, they'll match it 100% up to 100 bucks. You put in 100, you're playing with 200. You can use Apple Pay on your phone to make that deposit. So get in the game right now. Join me and 7 million other people. We're all playing Prize Picks. PrizePicks.com slash Cappy. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Little Red Corvette. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. So, Cappy, I've been, uh, and it is a Bud Light Football Friday here on 710 as we get you pumped for Super Bowl weekend. And this weekend, be sure to crack open a Bud Light. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today for Super Bowl Sunday. Bud Light Football Friday all day long here on 710 ESPN. So, Cappy. Talk to me. The Prince, you and I have been lucky enough to see a lot of these Super Bowls in person over the years. Um, and st- we, I know we talked about it with Reggie Wayne, who'll be joining you at Yamava on Sunday, but that Prince in the rain singing purple rain. Yeah. That's an all timer. I don't, yep. I don't think that can ever be topped to be honest, just because of the song he was singing as, as it was raining. 
Yeah, I know. It was amazing. And, um, gosh, I know this weekend with the Super Bowl, I, I'm going to be curious to see. I've never really watched a Super Bowl in a crowd like what we're going to do at the 909 at Yamava. So I wonder, is everybody going to be, like, sitting there watching the entire game plus the or commercials? Or are people going to go gamble? Halftime? Are people going to get drinks? Yeah, right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was an all-timer, no question. And um, he's talking about Reggie Wayne for a quick second, who was with us earlier this week. You know, he did not make it into the Hall of Fame yesterday. I know. What a bummer, dude. I, he would now his first ballot, but I'm, I, you know, his four, uh, his, his, uh, you know, uh, he, he went to the University of Miami, as you pointed out when we were uh, interviewing him. Andre Johnson, uh, who was one of his teammates, yeah. uh, actually, uh, at, when they were in school together, uh, went in for the Houston Texans as a wide receiver. Is there a rule that only one wide receiver could go in? Like no, I don't. No, but you know what? It, it's one of those things where, like, if there's a few different. So you had Reggie Wayne, you had Torrey Holt, or you know, part of the Rams. Right. Great well, the offense. wide receivers are getting gypped in general, though. I feel like. Let me tell you something. Um, Andre Johnson was a really nice player, but no, they he never, was a great player. I know, but they never they never won anything. Okay, listen, the guy who got screwed over yesterday. More so than anybody else. And George, you know, I'm I am the card carrying member of the Charger Hater Club. Everybody knows I hate on the Chargers. All right, go ahead. Who? But the old school San Diego Chargers, Antonio Gates revolutionized. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No the position. And by yeah. the way, yeah. the story, just real quick, the story. Undrafted free agent comes from Kent State where he was playing basketball, moves into a starting role as a rookie, because that's how bad the Chargers were back then. And that guy changed the way the tight end position was played, and the statistics back it all up. But again, they never won anything. So I was so upset for Antonio Gates. And I spoke to him earlier today, and um, he's on the Cappy Cast today. And I got to tell you, man, it just, you talk about a guy who got so screwed over. And you know what people are telling me, George? He got busted one year for steroids, um, 2014. They said that's oh, come why. Come on, that's, get I, out of that's here. what I said. I'm like, give me a break. Is I Rodney Harrison in the in the Hall of Fame? Rodney Harrison was also a finalist, and I, he didn't get in. But Julius Peppers got in. I think he got he got. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. Let's not be slandering well, people. I'm not slandering. I'm not slandering. <laughs> I'll, I'll confirm it. But I'm telling you that I seem to remember. Yeah, be... Well, are you guys telling me that I'm wrong? No, I'm just saying, be careful, Cappy. You go extra. Oh, that's true. I do. I do. But I feel so bad for uh, for Antonio Gates. I really feel like he got screwed over today, man. Or yesterday, last night. Yeah, I do too. I think uh, Antonio Gates is definitely the biggest snub for sure. Um, Cappy, so real quick, I want to get into Chip Kelly here too, but let me, let me just finish the question I asked you before the break. Do you believe... I'm not, I sound like Coach Prime now. Do you believe? I do believe. Uh, yeah. Do you I believe? actually do believe. Yes, Coach Prime. Do you believe the Lakers have what it takes to beat the Denver Nuggets in a seven-game series? Well, I, I, can't, I can't tell you that I do. Because, All things healthy. Everyone right. healthy, 100%. Okay. Um, they got knocked out in the Western Conference Finals last year, 4 We all get it. We've seen what the Nuggets have done to the Lakers this year. Is it close? Are they competitive? Yes, they are. They are competitive. Do the Lakers today have what it takes to beat the Nuggets in a four-game series? Answer, absolutely not. Yeah, they lose in five or six max. If if not 4 Because remember last year, it, there were those first couple of games, we were like, you know, that they're not that far off, you know? And then even in game four, as well, I recall. Well, we made those excuses where it's like, it was really close in each game, sort yeah. of. 
By the way, I mean, point yes, of they were close in each game. At the end of the day, you still got swept, bro. Point of information: um, Julius Peppers was suspended for four games. Okay, wanted to make sure. Yep, just wanted just to want, make sure. Just, uh, this is according to ESPN, so the I'll blame last it on the company. Thing we need is any issues? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, two independent sources told ESPN that Peppers tested positive. Blah 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 blah. So my point is, is that a- Antonio Gates got screwed. All right, back to back to the Lakers. Go ahead. Yeah. So you say no, no chance. I'm not saying no chance. I, I, I'm just saying that the history of last year's Western Conference Finals and what we've seen so far in the regular season would tell me that the Lakers do not have what it takes to beat that team. That The Denver Nuggets are younger, they're faster, they're more versatile, and they have something that the Lakers don't and have not had, and LeBron's been complaining about it forever. They've got lasers. Lakers don't. Yeah. Now, I will just say this. Had D'Angelo Russell played last night, and we'll never know, I would have been curious to see how that game might have, might have been different because the Lakers got a good scoring performance out of AD. They got a solid performance out of LeBron. Not bad out of Austin Reeves, but there was nobody there to, to, to say, hey, this is really your third scoring option. Yeah, I mean, maybe in a regular season game or whatever, but, I mean, we saw how he was basically eliminated from that series in a real series. I mean, you and I have been calling for Rui Hachimura to get more playing time. Did you? Were you happy I mean, with he, his 38 was, minutes? Him and Austin were – I mean, Austin was a little better late, but they were terrible to start that game. I mean, Rui Hachimura played 38 minutes in this game. He scored two points. Two. Yeah. Yeah. R- Rui Hachimura got a contract from the Lakers – a big time contract based on that series and how he played, how well he played. Well, in the playoffs in general, but that series did help. Scored yeah. two points. Yeah, bro, what's well, going he took on? Five shots. How about that? Terrible. Well, I'm not even as worried about that. Although that was not great. Um, I'm just. Where was the defense? Which, which is really what he helped them last year in that series in particular. But either way, Cappy, I want to. I mean, it, I, you've answered the question. I also don't think that they're capable of beating that team if both teams were at full strength. So. Now, maybe they get a Spencer Dinwiddie who's out there in the buyout market and there's a, a lot of chatter that it, could, that it could boil down to the Lakers or the Mavs. But I'll tell you this, for the Laker fans out there, the Mavs can pay him a lot more based on where their finances are as opposed to the Lakers. And he also has a history with the Mavs. He played there with Luka uh, you know, when they made the deal uh, this past uh, you know, last season or whatever, or this past season. So he's played with Luka, and he's played with the Mavs. He knows what the Mavs are about. He seemed fine there. So those things are not working in their favor. Speaking of not working in your favor, and we can kind of touch on this briefly and then talk about it in the next segment. Tell me. Chip Kelly. Mm. Um, This, let me tell you, this Chip Kelly thing, what, what level of shock did this come with today? Just based on the timing, based on the actual job he took, um, because there was a lot of rumors about him being an OC in the NFL, but OC at Ohio State was not one I had on my bingo board. Chip Kelly to me is a loser. Um, and when I say a loser, I I mean like he didn't really win that much at, at UCLA, although I will give him his credit. They they seem to be improving. They played better the last couple of years, yes. Any guy who is a head coach of a brand, the magnitude of UCLA who is going to leave a head coaching position to go become an offensive coordinator. I mean, listen, if, if you told me he was the head coach at San Diego State and he left to become the offensive coordinator at Ohio State, I'd go, sure. okay, 
you know, okay, I, I sort of get it. it but and, and I get that Ohio State is a much better program than UCLA. But to me, if I were Ohio State, I'd be like, wait, you're actually willing to leave your head coaching job at UCLA to come be our offensive coordinator? We don't want well, you. I actually think that this really is going to create a big chasm in college football uh, between the haves and have-nots in certain ways. And I'll explain how I feel about it in that regard in a moment. But first, Cappy, Valentine's Day is almost here. Time is ticking. If you do not get this thing done and get your significant other some flowers or some sort of arrangement soon, you are in deep doo-doo, okay? So... I got this solution for you. Books. Get out of the penalty box, man. Don't get sent to the doghouse. Send farm fresh flowers from Books, which is short for bouquets. And here's what I'm going to do. You go to books.com, B-O-U-Q-S.com, and I'm going to hook you up with 25% off your entire purchase at the Books company. How do you do that? Again, go to books.com, B-O-U-Q-S.com. Use the promo code ESPN for 25% off. They're my go-to flower source. The flowers are cut fresh, sourced directly from the best flower farms, even farms on the freaking side of a volcano, man. They stay fresh way longer. My wife has had hers for over a week. They're still beautiful out there from Books, okay? And if you don't believe me, I'll take a picture and put them up there for you, all right? You can buy roses or all sorts of arrangements with one click. Valentine's Day is February 14th, guys. We are five days away. Time is ticking. I already placed my order, picked my delivery date for Valentine's Day. Don't believe it when your significant other says, Ah, you don't have to get me anything. Nonsense. Be the hero. Go to books.com. Use the promo code ESPN for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Promo code ESPN for 25% off. Books.com. Promo code ESPN. Uh, Greg Bergman just tweeted, or texted us, sorry. Cappy, you and me and Laura and D-Money, D-Cash Money. It says Chip Kelly can go to Terminal H. He's been wanting that. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you this, George, as far as uh, Chip Kelly, and I know you've got some some strong thoughts on it too. Look, could I make a case as to understand why Chip Kelly would leave UCLA to go to Ohio State as their offensive coordinator? Why would you leave a head coaching job to go take an OC job, by the way, in the same conference that your team is about to move into? I'll give you a couple of concepts. One, is it possible that he could make more money as an offensive coordinator at Ohio State than he was making yes. as head coach? Yes, it's possible. Okay, it right. It's possible. Right, so, so that's number one. Number two, um, you know what? Being a head coach at this stage of my life, at this stage of my career, not so much fun, the way the game has changed. Oh, he hates the whole... First of all, he hated the whole dealing with the alumni thing even before NIL became a thing. Right, so, so going back into I'm just the coach, I don't have to deal with all the other head coaching nonsense. Okay, all right, so, so make more money, possible. Get back to coaching and not have to deal with all the, the extra BS, possible. Um, or how about this one? And he's got a history with Ryan Day. You know that, right? Like um, Ryan Day played for him when he was the coach at New Hampshire before okay. he ever ended up at Oregon. So the answer is no. I'm not going to act like I did know that. I didn't know that. Um, here's here's another thought process. Guess what? We're UCLA. We're moving into the Big Ten. We're going to get destroyed. And guess what's going to happen to me? I'm going to get fired. Right. It's not going to take long. They're going to fire me. They're going to figure out in one year. We don't have what it takes to play in this conference, and it's going to take a long time to try and get there, so they're going to fire Correct. me. Correct. So so I can make more money. They're going to fire me. I can get back to coaching. All things that you might say could be a justification for Chip Kelly leaving. But let me tell you something yeah, right and, now. And, and ultimately, 
you know, what's happened is Ohio State has done really well with their NIL. And they are spending a ton of money, whether it's on players, whether it's on coaches. I mean, they had they had Bill O'Brien a second ago. <laughs> and yeah. then Bill O'Brien took the Boston College head coaching job. Um, and they're like, ah, right, Chip Kelly, because Ryan Day's got a history with him. But money my, is not an option there. I know. Like, but my, here, here's my point. It's not there. an obstacle, I mean. Right. You're a loser. A loser. Oh, oh, if you're Chip Kelly, they, from, you're talking about from a competitive net standpoint. Co- correct. I, I would agree with you yeah, on that. I right. am stunned that I, that was right. the case. Because, because think about this. Hey, look, I know we're going into the Big Ten. I know it's a different style of football. And I know we're probably not and physically by the way, prepared. Well, no, but if anything, they were as physical outside of Utah. They might have been the most phys- physical team in the Pac-12 last oh, year. Which is probably still not good enough to go to where they're going. But, but still, I can't even believe it. I mean, yeah, I imagine. I mean, why would you go? And, and by the way, you talk about screwing over UCLA and screwing over your recruiting class and screwing oh, over I all mean, these kids that just committed February, to you. The, the 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 all the, right. And now you have this thirty. Here's the thing. And Rod Gilmore uh, tweeted this to me, who uh, you know, longtime analyst. Yeah. On ESPN College Football Games, the guy's like a legend calling yeah. games. You know, mm-hmm. and he's a Pac-12 guy. Like mm-hmm. he is Stanford. You know, he said to me, and a hundred percent makes a ton of sense. He was like, what about um, all those UCLA players who chose Chip Kelly? That's my They're point. now stuck at, with few fewer transfer options right now right? Um, because of the time of the year. Right. The, he screwed over his team, his players, his coaching staff, his, the, the university. His and AD, look, again, everyone. Right, again, yeah. look, he may have ultimately have gotten fired. But you know what? I'd rather go down with the ship than jump yeah. off the ship. This is my Agreed. ship. I'm the captain. Yeah. I'll go yeah. down with it rather than jump off of it. And by the way, yeah. here's one other thing. What's so great about Chip Kelly? What, what what are we, remembering the offenses at Oregon like 12 years ago? What is so great about Chip Kelly? What is so innovative about Chip Kelly? And, and even just think about the, the guy, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien went from Ohio State, the top of the mountain in college football, down, 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 down to Boston College. Right, to a, a, a mediocre ACC team. But what did he do? He went from being an, an offensive coordinator to being a head coach. Well, he wasn't even the offensive coordinator, but for five minutes at Ohio right, State. Right. He but, wasn't even, but, didn't even coach them yet. Right. But he wanted to go from, I don't need to be a, a, a coach of an offensive coordinator. I don't need to be OC. I'm a head coach. I've been a head coach yeah. in the NFL. I'm a head coach. Yeah. Chip right. Kelly is like, honestly, you know what it is? He's quitting. He is quitting. He quit on UCLA, and honestly, listen, I, I, he's just a loser. And if yeah. I were, and if it wasn't for this guy, you know, Ryan Day, and you made the point that Ryan Day played for him at New Hampshire, I don't know how long ago that must have been. A long, long time ago. That that relationship gets you to, hey, coach, do me a favor. Why don't you come over to our place? We'll pay you more, and you don't have to deal with all the nonsense. I'll deal with it. And by the way, you can run the whole offense. But but if I were Ryan Day, I'd be like, wait, you're actually going to do this? You're going to leave UCLA? To come be our offensive coordinator? Loser. And I got Uh, it. He's got the number one high school quarterback in the country going to Ohio State. The kid transferred from Alabama to Ohio State. Yeah, saying. Yeah. Well, he lost the guy who was the previous, one of the previous top quarterbacks, Dante Moore, who went to Oregon. Yep. At UCLA, right? He left UCLA to go to Oregon. Right. He left UCLA to go to Oregon. And to be the backup at Oregon. Because Dylan Gabriel, the kid from Oklahoma, is there now. Yeah, just just makes me nuts. And I'm not a UCLA fan, uh, but I feel for UCLA. I do, I, for sure. And I, I actually, Cappy, I think you and I have some suggestions as to who they should look into next. We could do that, and then I want to get into the big game because Terrell Davis is going to join us at 515. Beautiful, beautiful. But first, 
Is he going to be at Yamaha with you too? You know, I got to figure this out. Now, Terrell Davis, I don't know Terrell Davis well, but I have worked with Terrell Davis on a couple of Westwood One broadcasts, and um, I think Terrell Davis maybe lives in Temecula area. And I'm not even positive he still lives there. But anyway, the point is, is that Terrell Davis has got something cooking with Yamaha too. Reggie Wayne's going to be there on Sunday, who was a Pro Football Hall of Fame nominee this past weekend or this past week. Uh, Ed Reed is a Hall of Famer. He's going to be at Yamaha on Sunday. These guys are going to be signing autographs. They're going to be hanging out watching the game. If you've not made your reservation at the 909, the greatest sports bar on the planet, please, guys, make your reservation Yamava.com, Y-A-A-M-A-V-A, Yamava.com. Make your reservation because if you get there on Sunday and you come up to me and you go, Cap, where am I going to sit during the game? Please, guys, I love you. You know I love you, but there's nothing I can do on Sunday, okay? You can't hay-king me on Sunday. We're all going to be watching the game, drinking those icy cold beers, eating all that great food, and we're going to all watch the game, the commercials, and halftime together at the 909 at Yamava Resort and Casino this Sunday.